We're here last week. We really talked about the condition that we find ourselves in. And the whole reason for that is so that we can really see what Christ offers us. We just finished taking communion, and it's something that you receive. Uh, it's, and that's when it comes to the sacrifice that, that Christ made for us. Uh, there's nothing that we could do for that. It's just something that we receive. So what is it that God asks of us? Well, what the Lord asks of us is, is the very thing that Jesus did, and that was to completely surrender himself. And this morning, what I want to do is I want to go a little bit deeper into what that looks like. Because one of the things that the enemy tries to trip us up with is to get us to really mask our flesh. To mask our flesh. And what I mean by that is, is that we don't really deal with the depths of it. We, we, we try to uh, make ourselves look better than we are. And I, I just want to share with you, I want to share this with you this morning. You don't have to do that with the Lord, okay? You don't have to do that with the Lord. You don't have to do that with this group right here. Because we are a people that want to be real with the Lord. Why? Because that is where we find true healing is when we can really be real with the Lord. And so this morning, what we're going to be talking about is what does it look like to really surrender your life to the Lord? Because that is the hardest thing that we struggle with. Here's, here's what we want to do. We want to be saved, okay? We, we, most of us, we want to be good people. But what we don't want to do is completely surrender ourselves to the level that the Lord wants to take us. Last time we talked about how we're really a slave to the flesh, and the only way that we can be set free of that is to be a slave to the Lord. Those are our options. There is no, God help me be a better person. No, no, that, that's, that's not the offer. The offer is, will you completely surrender yourself to me and become a slave to the Lord? And if we say no to that, the result is, is that we are a slave to the flesh, which the scripture we're going to look at this morning talks about how that will eventually destroy us. So how do we walk in freedom? Real freedom. Not, not maybe something that's phony, that, that maybe we, that has been presented to us, that's not real. How do we walk in true freedom according to what God's Word says? That's what we want to look at this morning. The scripture I want to look at is Romans 8. Last time we uh, looked at the end of Romans 7, and I just kind of want to continue through some of this. Um, you know, this is something that if you've been around here, we have hit a number of times. And when you look at the letters of Paul, this is something that he hits continually. It's the battle of the flesh because it's something that we all struggle with. And when it comes down to the battle of the flesh, what we're really talking about is we're talking about getting our way. That's, that's the biggest thing that we all struggle with. Now, we all have different things that are important to us, different things that we desire, but what it comes down to is our flesh wants our way 
whatever that way is. And where we really find life is when we finally lay that down. And what we find is that the path that the Lord leads us on is much more fulfilling, but we will never find that until we lay things down. But here's what it means. It means laying things down that are important to us. And that's the place where we really struggle. Paul, in chapter 8, verse 1, he says this, after talking about how Christ sets us free from the flesh, we can be set free. He says this in verse 1, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. For those who belong to Christ Jesus. What does it mean to belong? Does it mean that you just said a, a prayer at some point? Does it mean that you say, yes, I, you know, I believe that Christ died for me. I, I believe that He's the Son of God. It, but it does mean all of those things, but it means so much more. To belong to someone. What does that mean? That means they own you. Are you comfortable with that? Well, I'll be honest with you, I struggle with it, okay? I, I, I want to chart my own course, and, and I find that over and over that my, my flesh, again, it wants to chart its own course, but as I continue to walk with the Lord, what the Lord shows me is that this process is continually about me laying more and more down because He owns me. He owns me. He, he, he has absolute right over absolute every part of my life. And that, but we don't like that. There, there are parts of our life that we want ownership of. But when we belong to Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. But you see, when I try to take part of that back and I try to say, okay, God, I, I, get, to, I get to call the shots here. What I'm saying is he doesn't have ownership and what here's where I set myself up. I set myself up for condemnation. I want you to hear that. Whenever I try to take control of an area, I'm setting myself up for condemnation. But it doesn't have to be that way when I give it all over to the Lord. And we're going to talk more about what that means this morning. Verse 2 says, And because you belong to Him, the power of of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Now I want you to hear this. The power of sin leads to death. What are we talking about? We're talking about spiritual death. So if there is any part of my life in which I say, I, I remain owner of this part, and I don't give it over to the Lord, that will lead to death. It doesn't matter what I've verbalized with my mouth to the Lord if I am not following it up with my actions and saying, Lord, I give you absolutely every part of my life. What happens is, is that the power of sin is still there. So here's my question. Is there a part in your life where the power of sin is still got its grip? And you're saying to yourself, how do I get free of this? 
You know, do, do I just pray, God, come in? Well, I start there. That's absolutely right. But any time that you have an area where you continue to see domination by sin, what has happened is there are places where you've said, I won't give this up. And, and for, for, for us as a people, it's sometimes different places where we've got to give more than, than somebody else. Let, let, let me give you just a, a little example of, of something that's, that's been hard for me um, in, in uh, recent years. So, some of you know, I, I've been um, staying away from desserts, okay? Now, I, I, sugar's in food, okay? I eat some sugar. But for me, I've just, I've just been staying away. Why? Because desserts are evil? No! God gave us that. God gives us pleasure, okay? God wants us to enjoy things. He wants us to experience pleasure. Well, for me, I found a lot of pleasure in desserts. Some of you don't care about them, okay? But for me, like, like they were everything. Like, like, I would eat less of my meal so that I could have more dessert. I mean, but, but I got to this point in my life where I, you know, I, I began to struggle more and more with my health, and I'm getting mad. I'm like, God, why is this so hard, and, and so on. But, but I finally reached this point where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to give this up for a while, all right? I'm just going to do it today, and then I did it the next day, and then I did it. You know, I don't know if I'll do it tomorrow. I, maybe today I'll say, forget this. I don't know. But this is the path I've been on, and here's why. What I've learned is, and some of you aren't like this, and my wife will say to me, well, why don't you just eat a little bit? I can't do it. Some of you can. Some of you can eat an Oreo, and that's it. I can't do that. I will take at least the row. At least. And a few hours later, I'll go back for some more. So what I've learned about myself is in that area, I had to lay that down. Why does God make that so hard? What is that about? Again, desserts are not evil, okay? God gave us sugar. God gave us all those things. He wants us to enjoy those things. But there was something that God wanted to teach me there, and he continues to teach me. There are places where he wants me to lay it down in a larger way than I really want to. Now, here's what I found, though. At this point, I just really don't regret it. I, I'm just really fine with it because I have received blessing, and so I continue, I continue to walk it out. Again, it's not an evil thing. It's just something that I found. But for me, I was a guy that for most of my life, I mean, I ate ice cream Every single day of my life. I loved it. And I haven't touched that. I, I mean, and again, it's not, a, it's not an absolute thing. I, I could do it tomorrow. I just continue to choose not to because of the blessing that's there. Now, this is not about food, okay? But here's what it's about. It's about giving the Lord control. And there are places in your life where you want to hold on to because you want control of it. And what the Lord wants to do is to provide a blessing in your life, but it means you surrendering something in a greater way than you want to do that. 
What's the area in your life where God's asking that of you? If you will hand that over, what's going to happen is you're going to see the power of the Spirit start to come in in ways that, that you can't imagine. He goes on, verse 3, and he says, The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, he declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. What was it that the law couldn't do? Essentially what the law did is the law told us what's good and what's bad. But that wasn't enough. Because of our sinful nature, because our sinful nature is, is so drawn to things, it wasn't enough. We need the power of the Spirit. Again, how do we get that? We get it by following the example of Jesus in surrendering ourselves. What's an area where maybe you need to surrender in a greater way than somebody else needs to? You know, for instance, some of us can dabble in, you know, social media and it's fine. I mean, we kind of manage it and it's just, it's okay. But for some of us, it really leads down a path that's not good. And maybe God's calling you to step away more than other people. You need to protect yourself more. But you don't want to do that. Why? Because it's something that you enjoy. And you just, you really want to hold on to that thing. What I want to share with you this morning is that if you will trust God and you will lay some things down, even though other people around you are not, if you will lay some things down in a greater way, what's going to happen is you're going to experience the power of the Holy Spirit in you to set you free in a way that you haven't. Because what the enemy doesn't want you to see is that those little things are eventually going to keep leading you down a path where destruction comes. And it happens little by little by little. And we can put on the, the, the false fronts and, you know, and talk about all the, you know, the good things we do. You know, when we, when we start harping on the good things we do, it's, it's usually because we want to cover up some other things, right? Don't fall into that. You, you don't have to do that before the Lord because there is nothing that you can do that's going to increase your value to the Lord. The Lord loves you as you are. And what he's asking for is your heart. But the flesh doesn't want to give it over in a great way. Verse 4, he did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. And again, it's, it's about following the, the Spirit because there, there are sacrifices, again, that you will have to make that others aren't. 
It's not just something, now I can go to the Word and the Word will tell me certain things that are wrong and certain things that are right, but what the Lord also asks is that I follow the Spirit because there are sometimes I need to make a greater sacrifice than somebody else. And there's other things that where the Lord's going to lead me to do this over here. And if I say no to it, it's going to you know, lead to other problems if I say no to it. So it's a matter of following the Spirit. Uh, the, the Spirit is what brings the Word to life. If you have given your life over to Jesus, the Spirit's available and the Spirit wants to lead you. Verse 5 says, For those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So how do we do that? How, how do we let the Spirit control our mind and not the flesh? Well, again, it's not just a matter of saying, okay, these things are bad over here. I'm just going to say no to those things. What it comes down to many times is saying yes to the Spirit so that I'm, my mind is occupied by the Spirit so I really don't have time to focus on these other things. But again, what that's going to mean is it's going to mean sacrifices in places where maybe I don't want to make sacrifice. It's, it's, it's about spending time with the Lord. It's about spending time in His Word. It's about spending um, time with people who follow the Lord. It's about not spending as much time in these other areas and with these other people that maybe seems fun on the outskirts, but it means saying no because it's going to lead me down a different path. And again, those are sacrifices that frankly, many of us, we don't want to make. We, we just, you know, we want a little bit of God. We want to be, you know, kind of good people. But what Paul's getting at here is that's not the offer. It's not possible. It's about surrendering our life to the Lord. And when that happens, we can walk in the freedom of the Spirit. Verse 7 says, For the sinful nature is always, always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of Sin, of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by the sinful nature. You're controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Just as the Spirit raised Christ from the dead. But here's what had to happen before the Spirit could raise Christ from the dead. Christ had to give Himself over. He had to trust. He had to trust God. He had to endure and lay Himself down. So, if you've accepted Christ, 
You have the power of the Spirit. And the power of the Spirit is able to raise you up. But here's what it's a matter of. It's a matter of laying things down. Where is the area where you're struggling with that? That's the key. And what my flesh wants to do, again, is it wants to harp on the places where I'm good. It wants to harp on the places where you're not good, but I am, okay? But where I don't want to go is the places that, that I struggle. And again, it's all the things that God has given us that we can turn anything in to sin. That's what our sinful nature does. It's said in there that it's always hostile towards God. So if you take anything that God has given us, any kind of pleasure, God has given us pleasure, okay? He's given us pleasure, but if you take anything and you take it outside of God, what happens is it becomes a trap. Anything at all. You take rest, all right? God gives us rest. God wants us to rest. But I can turn that into something that is my sinful nature when all I do is rest, okay? When I never work. Uh, but I can also turn work into something that is of the sinful nature because I'm, I'm trying to use it to, to earn approval. I'm, I'm trying to use it to, to, uh, you know, to, to gain value for myself. So there's anything that I can turn. So it's a matter of surrendering. What is it that you are not surrendering? Where is it that, that you're struggling? Where is it that you want your way? The key to the freedom that God offers is when you say, God, I don't have to have my way here. Wherever it is, it's laying it down, and that's where we find freedom that the Lord wants to give you. This morning, I want to invite you as as we wrap this up. This isn't going to be a long message. But I want to invite you just to give those things over to the Lord. And um, as we're worshiping in song, I want to invite you just to, to speak them out to the Lord. Where is it where the Lord's poking? Where the Lord's asking you to lay something down? I want to invite you to speak that out to the Lord. And maybe you need to speak it to someone else around you. But to speak it out, what's the place where he's asking you to lay it down? Because that's the place where you're going to find the power of the Spirit come to life. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you that you raised Jesus from the dead. Thank you, Lord, that um, that we don't have to struggle to earn something.